Mic check. Hmm. Y'all bear with me. I may have to go back out and come back in. Can y'all hear me now? Okay, now I'm on. I did all that. See, I, I, I'm on this laptop, man. I can't do it. And I didn't have your comments up, so I couldn't see. So y'all can hear me now? I've told you, I'm a mess. I am a mess on this laptop. I have really been wanting a new space. And now I'm in a new space. And I really miss my old space. <laughs> like I miss my space at home. And I want to go back there and do this. Okay, so I'm loud and clear. Y'all don't even know. I said some good stuff back there. See what happens? I'll never ever again get aggravated with anyone on a video that talks about how they're not in their in their space because it really does mess with you. Lisa, I was so excited about what I was saying to y'all. I mean, I was giving it to you good. You just don't know. You just don't know. But, you know, hey, man, what can I do? There was a time when I would took myself so seriously that I would just be mortified. And right now, what, can, what are you going to do? Like, what can you do? What can you do? Well, move on with it because I'm here for a message and that's it. And I know I'll start this again. I don't have it memorized, so it's going to have to come back from the heart. But I know that I'm not the only one in this time that's feeling like this, this intense sense of motivation. That you're somehow starting to take this like little inventory of your life and you're, you're feeling these these inspirations and this motivation to change and so i've been going through that myself and i know there's some big reasons why and that's we don't really have to get into that because that doesn't really matter what really matters is is that we are able to take this motivation and this time it's a really great time in our lives if we'll take advantage of it and um and and really really learn how to take that motivation and, and make create lasting change out of it. And it's really a, a hard thing to do in the beginning, you know, because it's easy to get motivated. It's so easy to get motivated. But I think it's about, you know, playing the long game. And to learn how to play the long game, I think there's some things that I found that I can do in my life. And I always like to share those with y'all as well. And, you know, whatever I want to, you know, give some of the things that have been helping me because in 2021, I went through a drastic kind of a, a, a lesson, if you will, with with this, you know, having to create lasting change, being motivated to something and then having no other choice but to make it work. And so, you know, I learned a lot then and I'm learning a lot now and whatever I hope to give something here tonight that can help you do that, even if it's just one thing, you know, and, 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 and I'll say this again, take whatever resonates here with you and just leave the rest. You know, there's no, you don't need to judge yourself or, you know, judge the information or judge yourself, you know, that, that it didn't make sense to you. What makes sense to you right now is exactly, exactly, exactly what is, what is meant for you and the rest just leave. And, and, and that's the greatest thing about video is because I go back and watch different videos throughout 
different years. <clears throat> I have some standards and they're just different every single time. So, you know, again, take what resonates and leave the rest. So I'm super happy that we're talking now and that we, you can hear me. And I really want to get into this because I've already wasted enough of your time. And, and thanks for those who stuck in there while I got this together. What's up, Brett, uh, Andrea, Lisa, Brandy, what's up? My sister Pamela's in the house, man. Thank y'all for holding on. My true diehards here believe in me that I'll get it figured out. My sister Pamela, thank you so much for being here. Shout out to my Chip Dip and his Arkansas Razorbacks. I'm wearing this for Chip. And everybody's, all, all of you, just amazing humans telling me that I'm muted, but I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. But you know what? Something kept whispering to me, put the comments up, put the comments up. I missed the whisper, but we got it and we're going. So one thing that I found uh, that's, that was really important to me in creating, you know, lasting change through motivation was, it was a passion. There had to be some type of passion for me. I had to in the beginning of our recovery, it's it's very hard to live past that moment. And and, you know, when we're in detox, we're the most present that that you could almost ever be, you know, other than other than situations like birth and different things, you know, where you can only be present and detox. We're so present and it's, it's natural that we can only try to see what's in front of us, but you know, we can get into a place where when we start talking about this stuff out loud, maybe people can get it earlier in their recovery and get a little more stable, you know, because, and what I find when I am trying to make whatever I'm really inspired and motivated to do last is I need to be able to see a reason why it's going to make my life better. And in that thought process and in that, you know, that that's kind of seeking that passion because everything you're motivated to do is not really meant to be something that you jump on right now. You know, there's a difference between motivation and inspiration. And a lot of times what I find the things that create lasting change are when those two meet, when motivation, when inspiration and motivation meet, then it, it causes a passion within me to where I can see a vision of how this change is going to positively affect me. And I have grown in my heart space enough to be able to also go out farther. And I'm grateful for the years in recovery that I've had and the work that I've done. I don't discount any of that, but that I'm also that I'm able now to not only see me, but how then that change in me could trickle out and and touch the people that I love in every different, you know, category of that, you know, and um. And to where it, it even, you know, comes out with, with all of you guys. So it just continues to grow out. And that's the beauty that I find between inspiration and motivation and then finding a passion. So if whatever it is that you're feeling motivated to change in your life right now, you know, examine it for inspiration, I guess. You know, I, I, I'm a fan of, you know, whatever you're motivated to do, you know, toss it out there and and. If it meets inspiration, great. And if it doesn't, well, you know, you tried. But, you know, for those things, we really want to turn into lasting change and not, you know, keep repeating. Um, it, it needs to be, 
we need to find a passion with it, find a passion. And that's, that's, that's one of the things that I've really, really, really helped me through that. So yeah, be able to see, you know, how it affects you later, you know, versus I also think about smoking and, you know, a lot of times when we're doing something like that, say that's something you're motivated to change. When we're doing something like that. We steady tell ourselves why we should quit, you know, why, all, you know, all the bad things that we're doing, all the bad things that are happening to us, but we never actually think of addiction in the way that it is a coping mechanism. And it's actually shown up there, you know, for you, you know, I, I, I often say this when I look back and, and, and I know a couple of my recovery revolution, uh, co-hosts, uh, say this as well. But when I look back, you know, there are times that, you know, drugs did save my life and some of these bad habits, you know, kept me from just completely going out of my mind. So when we learn to look at them and kind of basically thank them for what they're there for, and then, you know, look at how, how is this going to benefit me versus having that same conversation with ourselves? You know, it's almost like a, you know, thank it in a way, like I'm doing this with cigarettes right now. It's no secret. Everybody, you know, knows me, knows that, you know, I'm in the space where I want to quit smoking, but I want to do it in a natural way because I think that's when recovery is at its best. And so the more I keep, you know, doing like work inside of me, the more areas of my life I start healing. And then I naturally start to move away from those things. And I get more, there's different degrees of motivation as well. As most of you know, there's different degrees. And I've started this practice of what I'm talking to you now about, about just, you know, kind of being aware, you know, asking myself when I'm, you know, want to smoke, when I am smoking, a lot of questions, you know, and then I have a different conversation with myself, you know, and thank it and, and, and release it. Basically, you know, that's what I'm doing is I'm thanking it for being there. And then I'm releasing it because I'm working on myself and I want to heal those areas inside of me. That's so afraid, you know, to, to quit because that's what comes into it is fear. Fear seems to always be at the helm of everything. And also the brain will try to stop, will try to stop change as well. You know, be, be mindful that when you step into creating lasting change, you're going to have to go through your brain. And especially in habits like, you know, smoking or, or using, um, overeating, different, different habits like that, the brain is running a program and the brain is going to try to keep you safe. And you're going to have to move through those times where you're uncomfortable in order to create a new pathway within your brain to now know that this new habit or this new change that is taking effect is the new program. And it's going to take some time and some effort and some awareness on your part to, you know, to get past that hump and to move towards that. But we have to get away from shaming ourselves if we don't get it right or, or we don't do enough, you know, whatever it is. <clears throat> you know, we have to just move through the uncomfortable feelings. And sometimes we'll get it. And sometimes we won't. And then we're just going to have to be able to be okay with that and know that it's all part of a bigger, greater happening. 
You know, what it is that you're moving towards is naturally moving towards you. And so, you know, there's a lot of preparation that goes into that that other place. And so, you know, we're in the midst of that. We're in the midst of that. So, you know, things like cell inertia, you know, things in motion, you know, tend to stay in motion and it doesn't like to feel uncomfortable. So, but new habits are created in the uncomfortable. That's part of my note. And I also, and I had this conversation a bit with the guys from Mantra Recovery, which you guys are going to see in season five of the Recovery Soul Food podcast. It's going to be premiering, I guess, um, sometime maybe next month or the month after. I will keep you posted. But I talked to the guys from Mantra Recovery, Adam and CJ, and, you know, we talked a lot about wellness and and one thing in particular that Adam shared is that the greatest thing he ever learned is that he was not his mind and that's one of the notes that I had here for what I've been going through lately and been through is trying to teach myself that I am not my thoughts I am not my mind you know and to remind myself that my mind is in service to me and not the other way around, you know, it's not the other way around. But so often we feel like we're in service to our mind. We're in service to our thoughts. We're in service to all of that. And maybe that's not for you, but I know it is true for me. You know, one of the just a constant <clears throat> goer and thinker and to start really learning that I am not my mind and that my mind can run its own thing and I don't have to be emotionally in, involved in that and that's a cool thing to know you know it really is and so if you could start taking some time to be gentle with your mind in those times that you're having that push and pull that's going on you can be gentle with your mind and and but basically take back your control and just remind yourself I mean it's a beautiful mantra to have when your mind is going crazy that I am not my mind I am not my mind I am not my mind because we all know you know, if you're trying to move through active addiction, you are at the mercy of everything all at once. All of your emotions, all of your thoughts, all of all of your programs are trying to rush in all at once. And unless you live it, you can't really understand it. And from the outside looking in, you, you can't really understand. But when you're in that place, you know, to begin to learn information like like what you know what what i it it took me a long time to learn and it's still been hard to learn um but to start doing these things earlier on i think it sets you up for just a much better chance at really you know gaining healing and and taking control of your life and and your mind because you can get to a place through constant, you know, well, not constant, but awareness and, you know, some creating of new habits where you choose the thoughts that you have. See, that's another great place of freedom is learning that just because a thought rolls through your mind doesn't mean that it's the one that you got to engage, you know, and, and that's that's hard when you're still in a place of feeling like a victim to the mind. So show the mind who's boss. You show your mind who's boss. It's there to serve you. You're not there to serve it. And, you know, whatever way it, it works better for you to do it, just don't get into shame. But I would suggest being gentle with yourself. I'm always gentle. I'm, I'm, I'm 
more gentle now with myself than I ever been. I used to be terrible with myself. <clears throat> and yeah, remembering that what we resist persists. So every time we resist that, you know, that change, it just keeps coming. It's just keep coming. And we talked about finding passion for the change that you're motivated um, to do. And, you know, I try to give love to everything I do. Not love in a, you know, that kind of way, but just a love for life. You know, man, I feel blessed to have life today. I, I You know, I, I feel like for all the friends that I've lost to, you know, to addiction and mental health and different things and how many times I should have lost my own life. I can't not wake up and, and be grateful for life. And I know that somebody in that new space uh, of recovery is not there to see that yet. And I may sound like some hippie old timer, but you know, I didn't start here, but you are blessed with life. And I, and I, I think we're all here to, to do something great. Now, it doesn't matter what scale that's on or what the voice it is, but we're all here to do something great and we have greatness within. And just because we have, you know, it's been so covered up between, you know, the traumas and and, and just the different stages of life and, and the, the gaps. And I think that, you know, a great conversation that was had recently, you know, is y'all should go back and watch the um, the most recent Recovery Revolution Live with um, Peg O'Connor because that was a great conversation to be in just to shed different perspectives on just things we don't think about every day, like the generational gaps and the differences between people who grew up in the 70s and the 80s. And, and just all of that brings us closer together as humans under empathy and understanding and in respect for each other's greatness and, and divinity. You know, it, we we have the choice at this point to, you know, teach our our kids coming up, you know, fear and and hate and, and how to take a stand for something. But wouldn't it be better served if we if we started to teach them who they truly are as, you know, as as divine expressions and to to be able to, you know, honor them and each other. You know, imagine a world that would be when when that's how we looked at each other. But that's who we are. And then we're all made so different. It's it's hard for me to understand how people can't see it, even though I do understand, you know, a, a lot of our belief systems don't even belong to us. And we have to examine which ones those are. And, you know, one thing that I've, I'm jumping around in the notes right now is we've got to let go, especially at this time, we've got to let go of what doesn't serve us. And that sounds like a very cliche thing to say, because a lot of people are saying that. And I want to specify what I mean about not serving you, not serving you, not in a, a selfish way, but in a health way. You know, what what's what's in your life right now that is not bringing you peace? You know, are there are there people, are there situations that you're giving your energy away to that is not is not in service to your greater good? Because the way we change, you know, humanity is we change ourselves and then we put that back out into the world. Nobody changes around us because we tell them to, or we think they should. It's us that changes. And then 
you know, people naturally either move away from you or they move in alignment with you. And I found that that's the greatest way to help my family and, and, and my friends and, and different causes is to continue to be the best version of me and try to radiate that out and share where I feel led to share and do the things I feel led to do and say the things I feel led to say and, and, and heal in the way that I feel necessary for me to heal while I'm honoring what I feel like is necessary, you know, what you feel like is necessary for your healing. But if we don't understand that at some point, because we just need a spark of hope, it just takes a spark of motivation for you to make great changes in your life, in your world, both the right now changes and changes that are going to affect you for years and years to come. And remember, you know, the people we know, the great people we know in history, from history, when they were in that space, their life was chaotic. People were against what they were saying. Greatest minds were called crazy. And they didn't realize they were making history or creating massive generational change. And I say that to you right now, because if you're alive right now and in the sound of my voice, you are destined and purpose for greatness and you are a history maker right now. And I, you know, I'll continue to say that uh, greatness is being born and, and our next, you know, great authors and change makers and and religious faces and 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 our speakers and and mothers and students and and fathers and all of that are being born in the recovery community and it's necessary for the greater good of all for us to do our internal work and so whatever it is that you are feeling, you know, called to do, find and know that there is value in your being here. Just as much value in those that we have lost as well. Because, you know, it's it's so sad. And, you know, we, I feel like for myself, I owe it to all of those people to recover greatly and to be authentic and to love myself and to really grab a hold of this life and live it in the most peaceful and healthy manner for me and that positively affects all of those around me. You know, that is my mission in life. And this is what I feel like I owe to all of the people that, you know, I have lost. And not only to this disease, but everybody I touched when I was in my active, you know, disease, those people that I've lost, you know, I just feel like that's my biggest motivation. And I guess I'll leave you, I can, I'll leave you with, with this is just really find a core motivation in your life of who you want to be, that core of you, where you feel most at home within yourself and the healthiest and, and the wealthiest and all of that, have that core motivation and let that almost be your core inspiration and let all of the things that you're motivated to do spring out 
from there. You know, when we talk about recovery soul food and I often, often say living life from the heart, I really mean that. And this is what I mean when I say that is living from that place of your core inspiration, your core motivation and what is in alignment with that. Because when you're in alignment with that, you are unstoppable, unstoppable. And, you know, you're all one. You're a mind, you're a body, you're a spirit. And, you know, bring all of that together. Nurture every part. Because if you're just trying to change external things, you're never going to reach that place of complete internal freedom and happiness. Because if I can only be happy when all the circumstances are right, then it's not going to be very many times that I'm going to get to live my life happy. But when I become the calm in the storm and I begin to do what we've talked about here tonight with, you know, realizing I am not my mind and being the master of my thoughts and, and, and deciding what energies. And one of those things that I didn't really touch on that I guess I needed to is watch the people in your life. Be, you know what a negative influence is. You feel it draining you when it comes near you. You do. And it doesn't mean that that is a bad person. It's not a toxic person. It's not a toxic, you know, happening. It is just, it is just what we trained other people to be a, how they are with, if we've been giving them our energy for years and they need it, they're going to come and take it. And we can start to gain a little more healthy selfishness in managing our energy. I used to give my energy to everything that happened. Squirrel goes by, cut off in traffic. I mean, it was so much that I had no energy for anything. And I couldn't get well in that space. I only stayed in the chaos and the hurt and the over and the over the same old story, the same old belief. But, you know, I had to come out of that space to be able to be in a space that I feel like I can protect my energy and only give it to what I need to give it to, to what, you know, aligns with that core purpose, that core inspiration, that core motivation. And you can do that as well. <clears throat> this is your life. You can't not wake up and see it as a gift because no matter what the brain says about how you don't have any way out of this situation or how you got to make a decision right now and you got to change everything right now, no matter what that mind says, that is not the truth. You always have a choice in there. Take that. Protect you. Protect your, your energy. Protect your passion. Protect what you're trying to do. And let it come from the inside of you. You can't go wrong. Let me take a look at some comments because I've been seeing some amazing names pop up. So I want to make sure I hit some comments before we get off tonight. I see some people I love so much in the house. What's up, Brett, Lisa, Pam? What's up, Jimmy? Good to see you, Jimmy. Wow, Andrea. What up? 
what an amazing compliment what an amazing compliment to 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 hear you say that and to have been a witness to your growth all of this time too i mean it is just absolutely astounding that i have anything to say that anyone would even benefit from hearing because there was a time i sure as hell didn't which my sister in the world Rhonda boynton knows i used to spew a lot of nothing right and hopelessness i love you Rhonda. thank you i'm so I, I, i'm so grateful for you you're my family Rhonda's a person that's seen me at my worst and so i think that <clears throat> it's nice sometimes to be able to have someone here who knows when I say that I shouldn't be here, she's witnessed several times that that just should not be. And so, you know, I appreciate having that grounding here because at least somebody in, in the audience knows that when I say that, I so desperately mean it. That's why I just, I keep coming here and sharing this because man, I was hopeless y'all, just hopeless. And it took a spark, a spark of motivation, just a spark. I just needed to see a glimpse of something but darkness. And I was ready. I was ready to do something different. So all those times we've been through, you know, recovery and relapse and recovery and relapse. Don't count those things bad. Don't count those things. If you're in a relapse right now, don't count that bad. Just start counting on the lessons. Just start getting the lessons, you know, because it's going to keep coming and maybe you make it out and maybe you don't, but listen when it starts, you know, happening, it's telling you and don't discount those times because that nine month relapse I had saved my life. I can't be me today and who I'm becoming without that relapse. So I can't be all that upset about it. So, you know, go easy, go easy on yourself and don't count this as nothing or lost time. I wish we can sometimes get away from the time thing just because it has a negative, you know, like a snapback to it. We think, oh, I lost all that time. Yeah, but it's time. And, you know, what did you learn? Like, how do you take this into this next phase and, you know, put it to work for you? Yeah, enslaved if not in service. Mm, I like that. Oh man. Yes, and um, yeah, that was a great conversation. I'm telling y'all, take a look at that. If you missed the Recovery Revolution live from Thursday night with Peg O'Connor, take a look at that video. It was just massive. I'm still unpacking that conversation. I and and can't wait to have Peg on Recovery Soul Food. So season five is going to be packed with, and now will be the time I'll talk about it. So this, this season, I really want to focus in on bringing you all real live, like action steps to wellness. I want to bring you guests that, you know, I've always not ever stayed right in the recovery addiction space, but, th but this season, I just want to bring you people from everywhere that can help sow into your life. We're going to look into finances this year, you know, how to, you know, in, in recovery, we got to put shit together. You know, I didn't know how to run my finances. I knew how to have money, spend it all on dope 
and need more money and get money and spend it all on dope. I didn't really know how to pay bills and things. And, you know, now I'm at a point where I need to try to create some type, generate some type of wealth, you know, to take care of my family because my life got started late. And, you know, I want to be able to leave a, a legacy for my family. So, you know, that, that, you know, that takes a lot, that takes a lot to do that. And, and so I have to build finances now and gain a financial education. So I want to bring you guys stuff like that, financial education, the, the all kinds of just everything that you can take what resonates with you, put it to practice in your life and leave the rest, but let it bless you this season in ways that this is because this is going to be the year you're going to be motivated for change. You're going to get all your tools and your toolbox and you're going to create this lasting change. And I'm telling you this time next year, you're going to look back and you're going to be grateful that you did all of this. And so that's what season five is going to be about helping you just master it. Kill it this year. Kill it this year. So I'm looking forward to sending you that. So Peg O'Connor is an amazing human being. And yeah, you should watch that on YouTube, on Facebook, Recovery Revolution Live. And I love you guys so much. And I appreciate you being here. And, you know, we're on like six platforms at once. So I probably cannot see all the comments that are here. And so if I haven't then and I haven't called you out, then just know that StreamYard only shows me so many and that I love you and I appreciate you spending any amount of this time with me. So you guys know what to do. I appreciate y'all so much. If you like the content, then, you know, like, share, do all the cool stuff that helps us get out in the algorithms. You can also become a monthly supporter of the Recovery Soul Food podcast by going to anchor and my button stuck um, by going to anchor.fm forward slash recovery soul food and you can go down and click on the support and you can become a, a financial supporter of the recovery soul food podcast it just helps pay for some of the streaming services and all that stuff but you know i'm coming at you anyway so but that would be great this year i want to really start trying to help do that I got to create wealth, then I got to start figuring it all out, right? Make sure you also follow us over on Instagram and TikTok. I'm not as active on TikTok, Instagram some. I've been on kind of a lag, but Instagram at recovery underscore soul food. TikTok is just Rick at recovery soul food. Y'all know the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash recovery soul food. Make sure you do all that for me. And I love you guys. And I always forget. Spotify, Apple, all of those places, Amazon Music, you can hear Recovery Soul Food Podcast. And if you could give us a five-star rating there, or even just tell us what you think, that would be amazing and help us grow as well. Well, I love you guys, and I want you to have the most amazing week ever. And I look forward to hearing about how much lasting change has come out of this amazing new space of motivation. So remember, if I can get up from my give up and create a life I love, then you can too. And I'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.